0: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Pod Jerky. I am your host Director Awesome. Joined once again by my lovely wife, Mrs. Awesome. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. So for the next 3 episodes, uh we're going to do um abbreviated versions, basically just little short episodes based on um some documentary reviews that we have watched over the past couple of weeks to I uh, say about a month. Um, there's three different ones that we're going to be doing. The first one that we're going to do today is uh, Children of the Underground. And that was a documentary that was um, aired on FX. At least it was here in Canada. I'm not sure where it aired in the US, um, but here it was aired on FX. And this was a documentary about a woman named Faye Yeager who set, like, set out to save like children from uh, abusive... Uh, fathers or like husbands like, i guess it was the mothers and the children from abusive husbands and fathers mm-hmm. um that they uh brought them into this sort of underground um s- place to save them from these abusive relationships from uh, these men uh it was it was really, Uh, an older kind of documentary because the footage was all from like, I guess the the late 1980s into the nineties of this woman who had created this whole group uh, to find out if she could take these children and mothers away from their abusive partners. Um, What was your take on this documentary? Uh,
1: It started off as like her being such a martyr, and such a advocate for um, abused children, to I think like most people who are involved in a situation like this for so long went to the extreme, um, and so as you watch through the course of this, I don't disagree with the work that she did. Um, I think the biggest eye opening piece of this documentary was the fact that. The law was not on the side of the children or the mother who was trying, the parent, I should say, but mostly mothers um, who were trying to get these children out of these crappy situations. Right. That was probably and- the most eye opening. Like, literally documentation after documentation, doctors' exams, reports of rape of small children. And they were like, nope, it's fine, go back
0: yeah the father's and, a great and, guy
1: don't you know
0: and that's what the law said like they they saw her as a vigilante they did
1: um
0: they saw her I, I mean her effectively as, she
1: was a vigilante right.
0: yeah and she they saw her as kidnapping these children yeah. um because they were taken away from the father who still had parental rights in the eyes of the law Correct. um they they went through all of these uh family court cases and unfortunately these kind of cases end up in family court and we did mm-hmm. hear from a judge uh, she was a family court judge that yeah. um, she usually adjudicates court uh, cases like this. Uh, and she did a lot of Faye Yeager's cases. And yeah. she actually agreed most of the time with the father's side, um, just, just according to the law. I don't know if deep down personally, she felt that she agreed with well, she uh, didn't. Right? She
1: apologized at the end of the documentary to all yeah, the families where did, she had wronged.
0: Did she have a change of heart later on down the road or Maybe. at the time, did she feel deep down that she was making a bad decision? But according to the law, she actually had to abide by the law and right. give father the father the parental rights still. Um, like you said, with all of this documentation from doctors and uh, all these paperwork that there was abuse going on and social workers and, and all this stuff, the parent like the father was still allowed to have visitation rights. And yeah. you saw on numerous occasions that the father uh, would continue abusing the child when they had their per- like their visitation, uh, at, like at their place or at the park or you know wherever it was where they were. They were still uh, continually either verbally or sexually or whatever it was. They were still abusing these children. And that's why Faye Yeager kind of created this underground um, network, network of, yeah. of, of things. And, you know, it you, you go through the documentary and it's, and it's a five part series. It's uh, five episodes.
1: Probably you doesn't could, need to be.
0: No, you could have probably done this in about two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they dragged a lot of this stuff on. Um, but I mean, you got to
1: figure it's a 20, 20, 25 year span of the work right. that she did, right? Right,
0: right. So um, while you're going through this documentary, you see uh, like how intricate this is, like how intricate the network is, because you have people that are offering to go pick up uh, the, the the mom and the child mm-hmm. and drive them to these secret locations. You have them, uh, other people that are going to like buy food and bring food over to the place that they're staying. And you have people people who get
1: them new identification, new driver's license and some birth certificates. The birth certificate one freaked me right out.
0: Yeah. And, and none, and none of these people knew each other. These were all like people that were like strangers to each other. And started to help out. Right. And you know, it's, it it just, you know, this whole documentary kind of shows, I guess, what, what kind of problems there are in the justice system? Um, it, it's difficult to again, like we've mentioned already, uh, like I don't know, it just baffles my mind. and there is a lot of laws that happen like this that are just you know, head scratchers that why, why are they like this? Why are these laws not meant to protect the victim, where they're meant to protect uh, the, the person who's doing the harm?
1: Yeah, and then I think there were some cases where the fathers had been acquitted, and they were actually not guilty too. So they they did show the flip side of this, where there were wives who wanted to leave, whatever for whatever reason, and took the children, and the fathers were literally hunting these kids down. And one so far has actually took her to court. I don't know if I don't know if it ever said that he won or not, Um, but he took her to court and sued her for all the crap she basically put him through.
0: Well, I mean, there was the one guy in the documentary that you find out uh, he was a multimillionaire who had his children taken away and uh, he used all of his resources. He had resources all over the place to be able to find uh, Faye Yeager, find out where this uh, location was, where she was keeping people Um, he, he, he was wrongfully accused of of something. Um, and I guess that's the flip side of things, right? Like, do you just believe automatically? Do you believe the mom and the daughter? If there's no documentation, there was no doctor's report. There was nothing that the the woman just wanted out. Um, and this was her way out because I think in the documentary, it showed a few of them that that was the case. Uh, well, she,
1: that particular case where the father hunted them down, I say hunted, that's not a terrible word, but it's effectively hunted them down. It was the mother that was abused, not the children. And so his focus solely was in getting the children back. I think he could have cared less about what happened to his wife. Um, But it got so bad that they were actually starting to hide people in Europe. Yes. Because they had like their network was getting found out. Um, The FBI was tracking them and all this stuff was happening here in the States that they ended up having to actually hide people across Europe where they were allowed to have, where they, I guess, wherever they could do it without breaking laws.
0: Yeah. And there was the one girl that they sent out to Europe. I, I don't remember if she was part of this, uh, this, um, this whole story, um, but she it was, was the main fabri- one. It was a fabricated story, right? It wasn't.
1: Oh no, no, that one uh, wasn't.
0: That one. There was no
1: fabricated stories in here other than, um a couple of the cases where the kids had said they were abused when in fact they weren't there was a lot of the documentation around the it gets very so as the documentary goes on at first I would say for the first few episodes you you're like oh she's doing the most wonderful thing and she's um you know she's really helping these women regardless if the I mean officially they were breaking the law but really she's doing the right thing for these mothers and, and children and then all of a sudden you start to hear about some of the techniques and some of the, what she thought were therapy or questioning of right. some of these kids. And then there was this whole, I don't know, like a cult, the devil worship thing that ended up coming out that those were the ones where it ended up being fabricated. Cause the kids ended up just telling a story to try and
0: stop the, the, the verbal, stop abuse. the
1: questioning. Uh, yeah. And cause the questioning
0: so, came off as a verbal abuse. Because, holy
1: crap. Did it ever, yeah, Which she was st- tried for like, she went, she went to yeah. court for
0: it yeah because you saw the video of her like yelling at the kids and berating the kids yeah Uh, and the kids were very frightened scared whatever and so they made up stories to
1: appease her um it doesn't so here's the tricky part because at at this point now you don't know if the kid was abused and just the occult devil, devil devil worshiping side of it was the part that was incorrect Um, Because all of a sudden she had this whole thing where it was the devil, the devil's inside of him that like, this is what it's happening. And it just, she took a, I think we've seen it in a couple of other documentaries when people are so focused on one thing, one train of thought, um, always trying to prove that the, that the victim is right and that the abuser, like the accused is, is wrong, You almost, like, you put up roadblocks. You don't see past the thing that you believe in. And that, to me, is kind of where I lost sympathy for her towards the end. Although the work was important, she just, she had such blinders on that she could no longer see that she was crossing lines. And I think ultimately that was probably her downfall. Although she did a ton of wonderful, great things, she just almost cuckoo I I know I know that's probably not the right term but that's the way it came across she was just so tunnel visioned I think is the right word
0: yeah and and like like I've always said this I have no time for uh child abuse I have no time for spousal abuse I have no time for that like uh, like I've told you multiple times if I ever saw that happening outside I'd knock people out um, but the way she went about certain things, like like we've mentioned already, she she did break the law. She did she do did. certain things. But again, the flip side again here is like the law is not
1: justice. Right. The the,
0: the the law is not on her side to help, yeah. you know, the the uh, the victim here. Um, and there are a lot of cases that go, you know, how many times have we seen it? We've seen. Uh, and the trials of Gabriel Fernandez where there was mm-hmm. multiple times where there's been reports that the child was being abused and assaulted and, and beaten and wasn't taken and the child ends up dead yeah. um, and then they go back and they say oh well, we have to change the laws so well why did it take a death to change the law right um Again, this is American law. This isn't Canadian law. We're we're talking about American law. I don't law know that here. it's
1: much different here, to be honest with you. I,
0: I can't really tell you. I'm not a law student. I uh, try to keep up with... If you, you know, are, let us know. Yeah. I try to keep up with uh, certain rules here and certain things that happen, but you know, it's just uh, most of the documentaries that we watch are American-made. Uh, So it's very hard to know uh, what the difference is between what our law is and what their law is, and probably should do a little bit of research on that just to see what it is. Um, But one of the things that in this documentary um, that I kept commenting on while we were saying it, while we were watching it, was the news outlets and the amount of times the news outlets had called this the Underground Railroad.
1: Um, and I kept
0: on commenting on that and saying what a slap in the face like this is nothing to do with the Underground Railroad and they just kept saying it and I don't know if anybody caught that I don't know if anybody has commented on that I haven't seen anything on message boards or anything like that but you're you're comparing a like a slavery movement here where where they were you know Harriet Tubman's involved there's a whole bunch of other characters like that are key players that were involved in this Underground Railroad Mm -hmm. and they're calling this the Underground Railroad which is way far from it way you know i mean you gotta remember the 80s and 90s right
1: we didn't recognize
0: a lot of these
1: things right Right. or we weren't conscious of the political statement as much as we are now
0: yeah so i mean i just i it it really bothered me when they just kept referring to it as and i was like again there they are again with this underground railroad and you, you can't be saying that kind of stuff because one has nothing to do with the other and one has significant, significantly more importance in world history Historical than, you know. Historical movement, yeah. Yeah, that, um, you know, has nothing to do with this. So that that kind of turned me off a little bit of it. Um, is there anything else that you want to comment on this documentary?
1: I mean, it's definitely worth watching If just from, it just, it's such an eye-opening documentary around some of the things uh that happened um as well as i'm i'm sure in some states probably still very much is happening um yeah it was good i, I, I mean, mean again I, it didn't need to be as long as it was yeah i, I, I recommend
0: it, like it because uh i think that the the story was interesting um the topic again, is important we have uh blinders on as well yeah because we live uh, a pretty simple life. We live a pretty good life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't see this kind of stuff happening uh, in front of us. So we kind of have those blinders on, not intentionally, but I mean, that's just the way humanity works. So yeah. um, when when we see stories like this, it kind of opens our eyes to think, you know, I, you and I kind of live in this little bubble, you more so than me. Um, but we think that human beings can't be this evil. Um, but we like to think that yeah, people are better than they probably are. Yes. And uh I I have that kind of thing where I think, yeah, I know people can be this evil, but I don't see it, so it's not happening around me, which is not the right, you know, way to look at things. Um, but it it just that's just humanity, that's just the way our brains operate, and that's just the way Mm -hmm. things work, right? So Um, It was a it was an eye opener of a a story. It is an interesting story, an important story to watch. Mm -hmm. However, again, if you want to watch this, it's, you know, five episodes, which are, I believe, an hour long each, um, which, again, was a lot of information to take in that we didn't need to take in. So um, just make time for the five hours because there's a lot of filler in there that probably didn't need to be said. Um, but yeah, definitely worth a watch. If you're looking for a documentary to watch, is that it for you? Is that all? Is that all you want to say about it? All right. All That's right. All so we're going to end this uh, episode here. Um, this was for children of the underground, uh, airing on FX. It is, uh, available now. All five episodes have been aired, uh, and it is done. So you can go and check that out. Uh, you can find pod jerky on instagram and twitter at pod jerky you can always find all of our links on our link tree that's L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E forward slash pod jerky as always stay safe be kind to each other and we will see you later